Well, then, Daggum, if you can hear me, then that must mean that we're about to set forth on another exciting episode of... Buckeye Bombass with the Haven and the Boy! Much bombast to be had today with uh, all the cancellations. Oh, and it is going to be bombastic. <laughs> Especially uh, as it pertains to Maryland. Uh-huh. I meant to look it up today. Did you look it up? Is it legit? Right? I mean, do they really have the requisite number of COVID cases that requires them to call the game no. or are they really trying to get away from another 70 to 14 feet down <laughs> well not by the big tens rules because they had eight players but with the amount of players they have it's not within the five percent so maryland chose to do it themselves right so so yeah so basically what's happening here and this is this is this is the bomb best right what's happening here maryland is two and one and they just beat Penn State. They're so excited about the season, they don't want to ruin it. And so, hey, let's, hey, we got a few guys with COVID. Really rather not play Ohio State. They're going to whale on us. So uh, let's just say we got to cancel because of COVID. Yeah, that's it. I mean, seriously. If it's only eight players, it's not within the guidelines set forth by the Big Ten, which are fairly stringent. Then why aren't you playing? Yeah, I tried to look up the players who they were, but I I couldn't see all of who the players were. I don't know if they're major starters or not, but yeah. yeah. Well, even if they're major starters, the only thing that to me would be worthy of that decision when it doesn't fall in the guidelines, if it's like the whole, it's like a whole unit, right? Your whole starting offensive line, let's say, or your whole starting defensive line. Um, I mean, yeah, normally I'd say tough, suck it up. I mean, you know, Clemson did without their starting quarterback, arguably the number one draft choice. Now, yes, they're laden with five-star talent across the board. They had a five-star backup. At the end of the day, if it were just key players and not whole units, I don't think that's right. I don't think you should be allowed to um, – and I'm saying this, let, let's say there were eight Ohio State players. Just randomly choose eight and choose starters, but do it randomly. Don't choose whole units. Well, maybe not eight starters. Choose four starters because how likely is it you're going to lose eight starters, right? So so let's just choose randomly four starters as they come to your head. What's the first offensive starter that comes to your head? Uh, Alave. Okay, Alave. Uh, what's the next offensive starter that comes to your head? Uh, Miller. Okay, so you got an offensive lineman, you have one of your top receivers. And then on defense, first one to come to uh, Borland. All right, tough Borland. The guy who has been starting for like the last 20 years. Okay, what's the next one? Uh, uh, names, uh, Smith, Tyreek Smith. Okay. All right, so there's four starters. Assume whatever, and assume that those four that aren't starters, just pretend one of them is uh, Alave's backup. Let's say it's uh, Njigba Smith, okay, is one of them, and whoever else. Eight players. Those eight players. 
Ohio State should still play football. You know, switch out one with Justin Fields, make it a little bit more egregious, but still within the guidelines. Ohio State should still play football. It's hard to say, you know, of course we can only speculate. Um, I tend to lean more toward Maryland just didn't want, they just didn't want the smoke. Yeah, but I, I, I don't I know. And in, in, in all reality, I don't really think it hurts. Uh, it hurts Ohio State's chances all that much. I mean, they'll it, be it, it doesn't for now, right? But again, we're talking about, and we've said it many times, the slim margin for error, right? So now they're, mm-hmm. you know, it's, that's become reduced, you know? And, and, and hey, when they get to Michigan, you know, this might be Michigan's best opportunity to not lose to Ohio State, right? Yeah. yeah they've lost so many times in the past 20 years. They might be thinking, you know what? Hey, uh, let's get COVID the week of the Ohio State game so we can call it and uh, not have well, to lose to them again. I was just thinking that uh, I would not put it past them. Let's say another Ohio State game gets canceled and they're going to play game six against Michigan, which the Big Ten requires you to have played six games mm-hmm. to be considered for the championship game. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them at that point to uh, say, oh, no, we, you know, we, we got COVID, so Ohio State only plays five games and prevents them oh, yeah. from going to the Big Ten championship. Yeah, to slip it to us as well, right? Um, well, and I'm, I'm, I'm half honest about it. I could see Michigan for all the turmoil they've had with Ohio state, uh, electing to, uh, opt out so they don't get their butts kicked again. Um, but you nailed this one though. I, I recall several episodes back when we started talking about the schedule, you said your biggest worry were teams. And I think you even listed Maryland first, right? You said Maryland, Rutgers, Illinois. Yeah. I'm worried about those teams and you're right. It, it was Maryland, yeah. but but think of your your, your scenario you just went through. Um, Indiana's undefeated, and let's say that somehow they get COVID and they have to cancel that game with Ohio State, uh, and but yet they're able to get it back in gear and finish all the rest of their games. Um, and let's say somehow they do go undefeated because they didn't have to play Ohio State. They have six games. They're like six and zero. Ohio State's five and zero. Indiana goes to the uh, Big Ten championship game. Let's say that that charmed Cinderella story continues, and they take out call it Northwestern. Really hard, tough fought match. And, and think about that just for one second: Northwestern versus Indiana as a uh, <laughs> championship right. game. But and they somehow win that last-second field goal, put it through. They win the Big Ten Championship. They're undefeated. Wouldn't that be a kick in the butt for all of that to happen and then the college football playoffs still take Ohio State? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty funny. But probably unlikely to happen, but you never know. Oh, yeah. I know. It's, it's still fun to think about. Yeah, that's uh, probably not likely to happen, but the, to your point, the likelihood of Ohio State probably missing yet another game after this at some point is is probably very likely. Yeah, I do think it will be important to at least play Indiana. I, I do think they'll win this week, and uh, you know, it'll be 4-0, so it'll be a good, highly ranked game, at least for yeah. Ohio State to go out and do something, because the rest of their schedule sucks, and 
they should yeah. steamroll the rest of their opponents. So, oh yeah, I think they they at least need Indiana if you know, barring one of those other games, Illinois or whatever gets canceled. Yeah, I I, I would agree. They, well, uh, yeah, again, at the end of the day, uh, an undefeated Ohio State's probably going to the playoffs. Uh, so I don't know that they absolutely need Indiana, but yeah, it would be good. Um, as a matter of fact, Indiana is going to be a tough out because uh, I think you're right. I think they are going to win this week. Um, they will have beaten um, uh, Michigan, right? Something hadn't, they hadn't done in forever. They've also beaten Penn State, right? So two of the theoretical uh, three-headed monster of the Big Ten East, right? Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. They have already taken two of those out. They would be undefeated, taking out yet another name in terms of Michigan State with respect to their recent past. Oh, man, they would be up for that game. And Ohio State really wouldn't have been tested yet for them because when Ohio State has been tested by really bad teams, Nebraska and Rutgers, they've uh, not met the part a few times. And they don't have an opportunity to tune up against a little bit better team like Maryland. And now they got to go play Indiana, who's at that point probably going to be on fire. Probably. Yeah, I was disappointed that they won't be able to play Maryland because Maryland would be able to test them in some of their weaknesses in the secondary, which I think would be good for them. Yeah, um, I agree. That's, not gonna that's see kind that. of why I'm saying that, right? They need that, the, the, those tests. Yeah, they're not going to see that pretty much the rest of the year. Besides maybe Indiana, so yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, but I mean, they'll have another week to prepare for Indiana. They'll obviously be ready. So we'll just have to hope. I, I know Ohio State will be fine, so we'll just have to hope that Indiana will be fine as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, just very quickly though, our bomb bash should not stop there. Um, it's the Big Ten boobs that put us into this situation. Um, I saw an article uh, today where the SEC commissioner um, is really worried about you know, the rest of the college football season. I get that. I understand that. But it was funny, some of the comments following it, some of these really dumb people saying, well, maybe the Big Ten got it right. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I was going through my analysis, and some of these teams, not necessarily SEC, but they're close. Some of these teams have already played seven freaking games. I was looking at the SMU matchup as one of them, right? SMU has played seven games, and I think they – did they get one postponed on them? They may have. I'm not sure. Um, so now the Big Ten didn't get it right. Uh, if the college football season ended today, SMU, 6-1, and one, they would have played seven games. I think they would be, yeah, you know what? We're glad we did this. We got seven good games in. We made this team better for next year. We acquitted uh, ourselves well. No, the Big Ten didn't get it right. They're a bunch of buffoons. Yes, right. they are. So, yeah, I had to go bombast on the Big Ten boobs again. Yep, it will be a constant bombastic point, especially uh, if there are any more games that are canceled this season, especially on Ohio State's end. So. Yeah. But – and, too, I mean, there were a lot of SEC games postponed, and I don't know how legit any of them were. I know for a fact that uh, the LSU for sure just decided to opt out because they knew they were going to get the tar beat out of them. Probably. They already dealt with, with COVID issues. You can't tell me they're, gonna, they're, 
they're dealing with that much more again. Maybe they are, but I don't doubt that they just didn't want any part of Alabama. Uh, in terms of everybody yeah, else, did. I don't know. But there's there there were a lot of teams, so um, maybe that will help. You know, one less game. You know, from ten from ten down from eleven. I don't know. Maybe it'll make some difference. Probably not all that much, but yeah, Florida I think is what four and one right now. So they've only played two more games than uh, than Ohio State has, and I guess I'll make it three after this week. But you know, yep. you're talking only three more games. That's not that's not terrible. So. No, but to that point, uh, if they were in the Big Ten, they would already have their requisite six after this week, right? And, and you still got November and December to go. So again, no, Big Ten uh, didn't do it, didn't do it right here. Um, yeah, there was something I was going to say, and now I can't remember what it was. It was bombastic, though. Believe me, there was a high degree of bombast with what I was about to say, and now I forgot. Okay. All right, so I, I think we kind of drilled uh, some of the bombast uh, the best we could uh, with respect to these cancellations. Should we talk about some picks now? Yeah, we are down, what, from 19 to 14, I think? We're down to 14. Yep. So a little bit less. Um, I still don't like a lot of them this week, but we'll see how it goes. So far, the last two weeks have been pretty good, so let's hope we'll uh, continue that. Yeah, they've been better. They've definitely been better, and yes, I feel better about having a winning record. Okay, so I was thinking um, there are probably about, I don't know, six games to maybe focus on, and then we'll do a a breeze through on the others. Um, And I'm thinking first of Arkansas and Florida, especially since you just brought it up. Florida having an opportunity to play this week. Yeah. Uh, Florida, you know, is is great offense. Um, it's going to be interesting. This game's at Florida. You know, Arkansas has proved to be a better team this year. Uh, still not a great team, but um, they are playing – Better defense. Their offense still isn't all there. Um, right. But with competent quarterbacks, you know, those teams have shown that you can score points on Florida. Of course, Felipe Franks used to play at Florida, uh, and so I'm sure he'll be fired up for this game. Yeah. Um, Florida 17 and a half, and I think the half does it for me. I'm going to take Arkansas in this game. Uh, Florida because of the half. Is, because of the yeah. one half point. Okay. Yeah, I could. It, it may be it may be seventeen, kind of like it. You know, the Texas A and M game. I think was twelve and a half, and Texas A and M won by twelve. It could yeah. be similar to that. You know, Arkansas probably you. Arkansas probably still lose this game, um, but they, they've shown to be competitive in all their games thus far, even in the ones yeah. they've lost. Uh, so they're a competitive team. You know, they seem to play to their competition, whether they're really good or really bad. Um, Florida is still probably going to score 40-some points. So I'm banking on the fact that Arkansas is going to score around 30, but I think they can do it. Uh, it might be a tough ask, but 17.5 is just enough for me. Uh, I like Arkansas to cover after a big big uh, game from Florida, Georgia, and I got 10 on the Razorbacks. 10 on the Hogs. The boys got themselves 10 
on the hogs to cover against the gators. Okay. So with this one, uh, yes, I, I, I do think Arkansas has played competitively this year. I don't think they're in the same league as Florida. They won't win this game, but 17 and a half is pretty big. So I similarly am going to go with uh, the gate whores, uh, but actually a lot less confident apparently than you. Wait, I'm going, you're, going with, you're going with Florida? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You went with Arkansas very confidently. I'm actually going with Florida. I think Florida okay. is going to cover um, because it is at Florida. And yes, Arkansas has been competitive, um, but as competitive, for example, as they were against Georgia. You know, if I if I use that, um, they still got their doors blown off in the end, right? So yeah, because uh, when I look at common opponents, though, I mean, you're right. Florida really is only eight points better. Um, and I think I'm going with the fact, though, that this one is at home for Florida because Arkansas does give up a lot more points on the road uh, than they do at home. So I think that's why I'm going with Florida, but with two. Okay. All right. The next one I have on my list is yours and my favorite, Notre Dame. At Notre Lame College, yes, Notre Lame. Uh, I got Boston College, thirteen and a half point dog at home. Uh, of course, Notre Dame coming off the huge win against uh, against Clemson. I don't know. Uh, Boston College played Clemson really well uh, last time, although they just barely beat Syracuse too. Uh, Syracuse, which right. is a terrible defense, so it, it, I still think it begs the. I think it still is the deal that Boston College still plays to their competition. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they kicked crap out of Georgia Tech, got reamed by Virginia Tech, but played good against Clemson and barely beat Syracuse. So I, you know, you and played know. well against North Carolina. They did, and yeah, they did. Just barely lost. So you really don't know. Sometimes what you're going to expect from this team, but I do think those top tier teams they do tend to play better. This one's at home. Um, Notre Dame coming off that big win. I think the stat was uh, the last time Notre Dame beat a, uh, a number one one ranked team at home was it like '93? They beat Florida State, and then the the next week after they they lost at Boston College. Well, you have a similar scenario here. Uh, I'm not saying Notre Dame's going to lose uh, this game. Uh, I think they are a, a good team. They have a good good defense. Um, but I, I like Boston College in this one to, to cover that at home, uh, to play tough. Um, I don't know. I just, I just got a good feeling about Boston College in this game to, to keep it close. So give me the Eagles at nine. Eagles at nine. Very good. Boston College is like a box of chocolates. Don't know what you're going to get. Um, I'm going with Boston College as well, but not quite as confident. Uh, I think, yeah, I did read an article about what you mentioned with respect to Florida State and Boston College. So, yeah, I think that's a a fun thing that people look to. But I think even aside from that, um, we we can never pinpoint Notre Dame. So, like I had said in the past, uh, whether I go with Notre Dame or Texas or not in these games, I'm not going to put a 
<laughs> a high degree of confidence on it because I can never pin them down. Um, either way, I kind of rely upon the fact that, yes, Boston College does play their competition, and it's not like they just played one of those games. It turned out favorably, and we're relying upon that. To your point, it's, it's Clemson, it's North Carolina, it's a couple of others. Um, so I think they're going to do the same here. But given that it's Notre Dame, like I said, whether I pick for or against them, I'm not going high confidence. I'm going for. Okay. All right. The next big one I've got on my list is Oregon versus Washington State. I know Oregon won by 21 against Stanford. Washington State played well in their win. Um, I I just don't know. Uh, Washington State is at home, but, you know, the pure air raid team, you know, against what's Oregon's best strength in their defense. I just don't think that's going to work very well. Uh, I got Oregon in this. Uh, I think they will kick the crap out of Washington State. I uh, just don't trust that offense uh, against an Oregon defense. Uh, they may score some, but I don't think they're going to get a lot. I don't think Oregon's going to let them uh, beat them deep. So uh, give me the Ducks with 12. Ducks with 12. Good to you. But is it really the air raid since uh, Mike Leach left? Did they just basically yeah. say we're keeping the whole the whole thing going? Or yeah, they've kept it. We're just going to get a new lead singer. We're keeping the rest of the band. We're going to get a new lead singer in. We're going to be like Van Halen, and we're going to be just as good. It's, <laughs> it's all air raid. It's all air raid. Okay. Um, yeah, that probably does throw a wrinkle into it. Um, but I, I don't know. I, Washington State does some weird things in Pac-12 at night. Um, so I don't have a good pulse on this game, to be honest. Um, but I had said, you know, in our Pac-12 preview that I, you know, I'm not sold on Oregon being... Yeah, absolutely. I think they certainly... Uh, can compete and maybe should win that division. But I don't think that they are what everybody says they are. And um, I think I, I think we might see that this week. I'm not saying they'll lose, but uh, with six, I'm going with Washington State in this one. Okay. I mean, to be fair, Washington State did run the ball pretty well last week against, in their win against Oregon State, but I'm not uh, – I don't think they'll be able to – run very well either so i'm i'm confident in the ducks the duck dynasty the duck dynasty okay takes us to another pac-12 game the trojans the men of troy versus arizona like they're i don't know they're making some weird loop maybe around their division we're gonna go take on arizona state then arizona Work our way around. Well, what do you got there? Why don't you tell us? Start, give us all you got on Arizona. Well, I don't think much of Arizona. Uh, they weren't very good last year. Uh, they don't really return uh, a lot of production um, in certain areas of the team. Uh, if I look at the you know, mathematics of it, they re- it really shouldn't be uh, a close game. I mean, in fact, I think the math tells me that USC should more than cover that spread. Um, 
So I'm just going to go right with it. I'm not going to you know, waste a lot of time thinking about it too much. The only thing that I do think about is this is USC. They have the talent, um, but are they going to do what they did last week? Arizona is not Arizona State. They're not even close, in my, my opinion. So I'm going to go with USC with seven. All right, USC with seven. Um, yeah, I... I... Wasn't I'm not sure about this at all because uh, I'm still not confident that USC is not going to come out and play a sloppy game again. Uh, mm-hmm. Arizona, of course, got their first game postponed, so uh, I just really don't know what to expect. Obviously, I don't expect much from them, but uh, you know, it's 14 and a half. Do I think they might be able to keep it within that? Potentially, uh, I have no idea. Uh, if USC comes out like they did again, but uh, I don't know. I went back and forth. At the end of the day, I'm just not confident in, in USC still uh, until they, you know, play a little bit better. So I'm going to take USC, but just with one. USC with one. All right. Now we're going to jump into the Big Ten, and you get a chance to wax poetic about Indiana and Sparty. Yeah. So. Sparty, uh, seven and a half point dog at home. Uh, honestly, I'm surprised it's not higher after getting trounced by Iowa, an 0-2 yeah. Iowa team. Uh, you thought maybe there was some life in this Michigan State team, and then nope, they just got destroyed by Iowa. So uh, back down to ground zero with Michigan State. Uh, look at Indiana. You know, Indiana, you it was was a one point. I think it was about it was about two yards per play less. In Michigan that they average, but they still destroyed them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in, Indiana plays those types of games and they do well. Uh, you know, they only held Michigan to I think like 13 yards of rushing, something crazy like that. I could easily see him holding Michigan State to that as well. Uh, yeah. And of course, I don't think Michigan State will be able to throw the ball as well. Uh, I I still don't, don't trust Rocky Lombardi. Uh, <laughs> Rocky Lombardi to get much, to get much done. So uh, at the end I'm... of the day. Yeah, it's Michigan State. I still don't think very highly of them. Um, I think Indiana's going to blow right through them. I don't think it'll be too much of a game. I think Indiana wins easily. Give me 13 on the Hoosiers. 13 on the Hoosiers. Wow. That is extremely compelling, Nathan. Extremely compelling. Yeah, I'm not sure why the spread is so low either. I I think Indiana's going to curb stomp uh, Sparty. Uh, and I'm saying that just based on what we see. Sparty, <laughs> they lost to Rutgers, beat Michigan, who is really their their biggest rival, and they were up for that game playing out of their minds. And they turn around and get blown away by Iowa, who's not much of anything to write home about. Indiana, what have they done? Well, they they, they beat Michigan too, and they did it a lot more convincingly than Sparty did. Uh, but they also beat Penn State. Uh, they beat that Rutgers team handedly. So I, I just I was kind of baffled by that that spread as well. I think Indiana's gonna curb stomp Sparty. And I think about Rocky Lombardi. Is that was his parents who is like a unholy union between an Eagles fan and a Packers fan, you know, you know, Eagles fan and from Philadelphia and you know would go up and take a look at the Rocky statue and you know, Mary's uh 
a Packers fan and Vince Lombardi and hey, we're going to name our child Rocky Lombardi. It's just such a it's a it's an amusing name. I don't think Rocky is going to uh, do much of this game. I think Indiana will have his number. I'm putting wait for it. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Thirteen on Indiana. Uh, all right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Let's that that takes us to our next Big Ten game, uh, and I think that's the last one. Um, kind of talk through, and then we'll go into kind of a, a lightning round. Um, whiskey and malaise. Wisconsin three and a half point favorites on the road. I, I kept looking at this one. Uh, Michigan, it just ever since getting beat by Michigan State, they just don't seem to have any sort of fire at all. Uh, doesn't even seem like they want to be on the field. Obviously, Wisconsin, two games now that they missed, and Graham Mertz has cleared play. We don't know if he is going to or not. So even even if they're still down to their four-string quarterback, I'm still choosing Wisconsin. <laughs> I mean, I don't – I look at this Michigan team, there's just nothing there. I think even the four-string quarterback will be able to throw, throw against those corners. Uh, and I, I don't think Michigan will be able to run the ball that well anyway. So it, it might be it might be a good game. Uh, I don't honestly expect much from Wisconsin, but three and a half is enough. So I'm going to take three on the Badgers. The Badgers taking three on the Badgers. We don't need no stinking Badgers. Yeah, I, I do think Graham Mertz is a big deal uh, in this game. And yes, I'm reading the same that he could be back. He's He's uh, out of protocol, whatever that means, right? And so it's really the question, has he had enough time to recuperate physically and get some practice reps in and everything? And the coach says he's practicing. Um, so you don't know if that is just grandstanding for Michigan. So if they're preparing for him and you're putting in these swell packages for your fourth string quarterback, um, or if it's you know legit that he may be in there, I think if he's not in there, uh, I could see Michigan because I, I have to believe they they gotta be a little bit annoyed with their poor press. You know, in the past it's been a simple thing. Oh, you can't beat Ohio State. You can't beat Ohio State. Now people are really looking at them and really putting them down. You, know, you guys suck. <laughs> you know, and, and that's kind of different to hear that you legitimately suck completely versus I can't beat my rival who, oh, by the way, just makes the playoffs all the time. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a different thing. So I have to believe Michigan would be um, a little bit north of malaise here and uh, be fired up for it. And their sore point really is uh, the passing game. And if you're down to your fourth string quarterback, and we saw that one game that Wisconsin played, they weren't great running the ball. Uh, they kind of, it was a patchwork thing that they did. They did get some rushing yards, but it was against Illinois and they didn't have you know, any runner. And they kind of looked like Michigan, honestly, in that regard. Michigan past several years never seemed to have a legit runner. They have like two or three uh, that they throw out there. And that's kind of what Wisconsin did. So if Graham Mertz isn't in there and you're going to Michigan, who's looking for revenge uh, for being born, <laughs> uh, then... Uh, you know, I could see Michigan hanging around if Mertz isn't in there. I think if Mertz is in there, uh, he's going to go ape on them and, and drill them. So I, I did 
think about it more than I probably should have. And but weirdly, at the end of the day, I came out with Wisconsin at ten. Wow! All that to put ten on Wisconsin. All right. Well, it was one of those relative things. As I started you know, comparing game to game, who am I more confident? Am I more confident, say, in this team covering or Wisconsin? I'm more confident Wisconsin. You compare the next one, and yeah, it kind of jumped its way up to ten. Well, all right. I guess um, by that time, by the time I got to the relative comparison, I, I think in my mind I had already uh, put Graham Mertz in as <laughs> starting and playing in this game. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that is Wisconsin and Meat Chicken or the University of Malays. Now let's go into a uh, quick lightning. Uh, you start us off and give us the rest of your picks. All right. So I'll just start down the list. Uh, rest of my top 25 uh, from UC. So uh, UC home against ECU, favored by 27 and a half, which is a big number for them. Um, but, you know, they've been playing really well. They've, they've definitely uh, earned it. Um, uh, it's a little bit tough one because uh, how they played ECU last year, you know, that was on the road. Um, I don't know though. I I like UC in this one. Um, I think they're going to continue their dominance, and you know, I, I don't think they'll think too much of it. ECU, I'm not confident in their offense, and so give me the Bearcats at eight. Um, Miami, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech favored by two and a half at home, which I'm surprised after they just lost to Liberty, uh, which means Miami just has to win this game. Uh, so give me Miami. I think that's an easy one for me. Uh, Virginia okay. Tech, I got Miami at six, Virginia Tech. Uh, I just don't like their defense. Uh, just too much missing. Miami has enough, maybe a close game, but I do think Miami will win. Uh, let's see. The next one is... Ah, uh, yes, the Privileged Roosters. Oh, yes, the Privileged Roosters. At Troy, Coastal Carolina. Just lost it last week, but I think they're going to get it this week. Uh, looking at common opponents, um, you know, Coastal Carolina has has beat them. Troy lost to a couple. They've had some close wins. Um, Troy's pretty mediocre. Even if even if it's at home, the point, point spread is 10. I think Coastal Carolina will get that. Give me all 14 on Ooh. the Roosters, the Privilege Roosters. It is their privilege to accept your 14 on behalf of the Chanticleer. And uh, Marshall, 23 and a half point favorites against Middle Tennessee State, who has just been awful. Um, I did take Marshall at five in this one. Uh, Middle Tennessee State is just so bad, kind of like... Uh, uh, UMass was, except it's not 44 points, so it's a lot less. Give me give me the points on Marshall. Um, SMU at Tulsa. Tulsa actually favored by two and a half, which I was hoping they would favor SMU because I was going to take Tulsa regardless in this game. Um, not a lot of confidence. Um, I'm still taking Tulsa at four uh, because of their defense. Um, it's a tough one because I think it'll be close, but uh, I think Tulsa wins at home. Uh, the next one, West Carolina at Liberty. Tough to find the spread here since West Carolina is an FCS team that haven't played yet. 
Uh, but I got 32 and a half for the Flames. So I'm going to take it, uh, especially because Western Carolina has not played yet. Uh, Liberty playing an FCS team and the way they're rolling on offense, I think they'll win easily. So give me 11 on the Flames. Uh, Northwestern at Purdue. I've got Northwestern on the road to cover that to cover that three-point spread. Um, I just like what they're doing. Uh, they got a, they, they're playing well on defense, and they just have enough offense no matter who they're playing. Uh, this game's always close between these two teams, and I'm assuming it will be this year. But uh, if push comes to shove, I'm taking Northwestern. So give me seven on the Wildcats. And then and the last one, South Alabama at Louisiana. This one's tough. Um, South Alabama, pretty mediocre. I do think Louisiana is going to win it, but 15 and a half, I, I just don't know. I don't know if they'll put up enough offense. So I'm going to take South Alabama, but only with two. Oh, South Alabama. Okay, I thought you were going to take Lafayette. So. Two? Yep. Okay. All right. So are you ready for me? I am. Okay. Uh, first on my list, ECU-UC. Um, uh, ECU uh, played UC very close at ECU last year. It's one I've talked about on recent episodes. Uh, they had no business being in that game with UC, and yet they only lost by three. Um, I think a lot of the talk coming out of UC this week was they are very aware of the fact that they played that game poorly. Uh, I think UC has proven themselves over the past couple of weeks, two straight games where they you know, really put the beat down on some quality teams. So I think they'll cover this. I'm going with 11. Next one on my list, uh, Western Carolina at Liberty. Uh, I tend to feel the same way with you. I think Liberty is just playing lights out right now. Western Carolina, it is an FCS team. Uh, and besides, what do we know about them? So I'm putting my 14 uh, on Liberty. Miami, Virginia Tech. I'm going with a similar amount of points. I think you went with six here. I'm going with my five, but I'm going with Virginia Tech. Uh, Virginia Tech, they, they, their MO, if they have one, I think under Fuentes is, is kind of, kind of like this. I, they are very volatile. You know, I, I made fun of them for making, you know, for losing to Old Dominion in the past. And then, of course, they turn around and they lose to Liberty. Uh, but last year, I think it, it was it last year when they lost to Old Dominion. It was a team like that, and then they, they they lost some other terrible games. Yet they finished the year strong, uh, made it to a bowl game, looked pretty good. Uh, and, and like I said, they returned just about everybody from that team that went to a bowl game. So they are capable. They destroyed Boston College, um, and I, I think this is kind of the you know, the sweeping uh, 180 side of this volatility that that they go through and. I, Miami away is a lot like they were last week at NC State, and I think Virginia Tech is kind of similar in my mind, and I'm going to go with Virginia Tech here with my five. My next one, MTSU Marshall. I don't think Marshall has a great offense. That's why I, even though they came somewhat close, I didn't think they were going to cover that spread on Massachusetts, who is probably the worst defense uh, that ever took the field. Um but this is kind of a special game for Marshall. It's their 50th anniversary. They're making a big to-do out of it. Um, I think, you know, that, that type of uh, memorial, you know, when you basically you lose your whole team, that can be really heavy, and I think that's going to motivate, and so I think they will cover this one. I'm giving it my nine. Okay, what's my next one? South Alabama Lafayette. 
very similar here. Uh, South Alabama, what I discovered with them is they, if they win this game, even though they're mediocre and I think they're, I don't, I think they're like three and four. I don't think they have a winning record. Uh, they could still win this division. If they, if they beat Lafayette, I I think they are in charge of this division. So they're going to be motivated this game and Lafayette, they're six and one. Uh, but if you take out that really good game against Iowa state and, and, yeah, definitely a lot of credit for that. But if you take that out, all of their games are like ridiculously close for the most part. Um, and so you got a team that's coming in to uh, challenge them. Um, I'm going to go with South Alabama myself, uh, but I'm taking my one there. Okay. SMU Tulsa. I'm going with Tulsa. Uh, I just feel, uh, you know, with their three and one output, their three and one output honestly is more impressive to me than SMU six and one output. So I'm going to take uh, Tulsa with eight. Okay, Northwestern and Purdue. Yeah, this is an interesting one. It was weird because my gut kept telling me you know, I did my little mathematics on it, and I think Purdue really should win this game. The problem with the math that I use though is it skewed to last year. For the Big Ten teams right now because I don't there's not a lot of data uh, into this year yet and so I still use some data from last year and what we know from last year's team is Northwestern was a terrible offense um, they're really not that much better this year yes they did put 43 on Maryland but um, since that time their their output has been pretty pedestrian just like they were last year maybe marginally better uh, Purdue is that Purdue they don't have Rondale Moore, uh, but they return the same amount of players that Northwestern does, and I don't think they're going to be a pushover. So I'm going to take uh, Purdue uh, in this one, and I am going to do so with my three. And the last one, Privileged Roosters. I, too, shall take them. Not quite as confident, but I do have a great deal of confidence in the Privilege roosters, the shorter class, and I shall put 12 upon them. I shall ordain them with the crown of 12. The shorter class. And they shall accept your offering. All right. right. That puts us, uh, how many many is that this week? Is it six again? I'm going to laugh if it's six again. I don't think it is. Uh, One, two, three... Four, only four. Yeah, let me see. I'm going to find it. Yes, I forgot to mark the Miami Virginia Temple. Yeah, only four. Uh, but there are less games, right? There are at least four less games uh, than last time. So, all right. And there are a few of the ones I'm keeping an eye on <laughs> because, again, I've got a better record, but I'm way off on points. So I'm terrible in my confidence picks. So there are several here where I've got much larger confidence points on them than you do. We're picking the same team. And I'm going to look at those. (laughs) What is it about those games? Because clearly I have to be missing some of those. Because in our head-to-head, I haven't looked at it, but I suspect that I'm probably ahead on on our head-to-head. I've probably got a better record. Um, So I must be losing them on those where I put a huge amount of confidence on a team that you don't. Those are the ones that we tend to lose together. And that's where I'm losing my confidence points. So I'm very curious to 
see how those games go. Yeah. I just hope for uh, another winning record so I can continue working my way back to 500. Well, see, that's another thing about this COVID-shortened season, particularly with the Big Ten. Look what they're doing to you. They are not giving you the opportunities you really need to claw back faster. Yeah, that's right. Instead of instead of uh, fourteen and four, now it can only be ten and four. Right, exactly, exactly. And <laughs> and whose fault is that? I I would wager it's the fault of the Big Ten. We'll go with that. All right. Okay.